Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. Hey ladies and mateys, I'm Jade. Ladies, mateys, and everybody in between, you know. Wonderful. Hello, everyone. Beautiful people. Welcome back, you guys. We are episode 25, which sounds wild to me. Oh, I mean, man. It feels like yesterday we were just it was. putting we up the like, podcast. Yeah. We just, you know, at a little coffee shop putting our ideas together. Mm-hmm. And now here we are for all of you to love and accept and enjoy. Um, We are done with Bachelorette. Thankfully. Yes. So this will be a Married at First Sight only episode, which just seems like that's what the people are here for anyway. Mm-hmm. Tam, do you have any updates for us on this or Bachelor? I know there's some stuff going on with Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. and things there like that. Is. Um, I do have, I mean, I have heard good things about Bachelor in Paradise, actually. If I have some time this weekend, I may just put it on and see what's happening. But I do okay. have a few updates. You know, I'm always on the Married at First Sight Reddit streets. And I came across some unsettling things, you guys. So my first um, my first announcement is that <laughs> someone did find um, a link to um, a report about Muriel's father's murder um, that happened in 2015. I'm saddened to say that um, his homicide was in Mexico, actually. Um, as she said, you know, it was um, a stabbing incident. However, we've got new news that apparently um, the woman and man that did this, apparently Mirla's father was allegedly sexually abusing this half-sister or stepsister. Um, So that's just another piece of unsettling news to this already really uncomfortable um, situation. He uh, lived in, like, Roma, Texas, which is in the Valley. Um, And, yeah, it's just not good. So hopefully everyone is, you know, in better spirits now. Um, Yeah. So it was definitely, I don't want to say a plot twist, but I I didn't, I didn't realize that there was alleged sexual, you know, assault Mm -hmm. by the father. Yeah, that's a little unsafe settling I guess where I'm confused at is um assuming this this sister half sister is an adult and living with her boyfriend at this place wherever they lived I'm just not sure like based on the way Mirla told the story why he's why he was murdered in this in this way yeah and i'm actually i'm reading there's another article um that discusses the murder um the half sister is i believe 26 years old um it Mm -hmm. says here that the couple explained that they decided to murder him because he was constantly harassing the sister doesn't really say anything about sexual harassment but it just says that they murdered him um, the couple wrapped the body with blankets and left it at a home mm. under construction in the neighborhood. 
Um, so I, the whole thing, honestly, is just a little confusing. Um, and this took place, the homicide arrest took place in Tamaulipas. I'm not sure. Miguel Ariman. This was in Mexico, so. There you go, girl. Say those words. Who knows, really, <laughs> you know, what was what was going on. I mean, I know, you know, things are a little, little bit different in Mexico. So, you know, just wishing everyone peace, you know, in the situation. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I just. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just so confused about the story. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but. No, it does not. I also don't feel like I feel like probably like within the family they know the highest level of truth and everything else mm-hmm. outside of that is just like this is like if I was Mira I wouldn't go into you know full detail on TV either because it's kind of personal yes. yes and unfortunately now you know we're privy to all this information I have you know her sister and I guess um I mean, this is the sister's husband. I have their photos up, the mug shots. I mean, this feels a little, a, a little private. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, when you're when you're on a television show and you know you put that information out there, unfortunately, the streets are able to find everything. Mm. Um, moving on to lighter news, uh, we also saw, found some photos of Gilmar. Um, his full name, I don't even want to put the man's full name out here, but again, you know, when you're on television, you kind of lose that sense That's of... That's not private. Everybody knows people's uh, full names. Yeah, Gilmar Cuero Diaz. Um, yeah, that's, he said name. his last name was Cuero, so... Yeah. Um, he was a bodybuilder, you know, back in the day, and I mean, I don't know how... how when these pictures took place... Um, but he looks like a different man. I'll probably put this on our Instagram, so please follow us on Instagram. But I'll put these photos up there of him, this gentleman. Um, you know? It looks like he did it over a long period of time, just in the changes that he made, and even, like, his body definition and some yeah. of the later, more recent ones. His yeah. body definitely got better, and his actual physical appearance got better, I think, too. So I'm going to say he maybe started... It's like a young buck. It was kind of rough around the edges, and people are like, "Look, you need to invest in yourself, <laughs> make yourself look." You know, bodybuilding is a lot. Of, it's a lot. It's all about appearance. So, like, oh you know, yeah, dude, take I mean, the steps you need to take. I'm glad he bulked up because he definitely looks better with the added weight. Um, but that, yes, those, those the weight cycles of like cutting and bulking, oh lord, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so blessings to him. He's not really super attractive to me but you know I see how you know some people may find him you know attractive (laughs) it seems like that was really hard for you to say you know I mean he's just again you guys I just need to show you guys these photos I feel Um, like in the later pictures it doesn't even look like him but it looks like some other chocolate man <laughs> it was funny because I think a white person found these photos and they were just like, Yeah, I saw them, but I didn't think it was him and I didn't want to be accused of, you know, thinking that all black yeah, people. Yeah, I'm not look sure. I'm, I'm still looking at it like, Is this him? <laughs> it does I'm look like really... him, though. I see it in the eyes. I can kind of see Like, I'm looking at the mouth and like the beard and I'm like, I don't know. I think it's but, him. Okay. I really do. I don't know. I mean, who am I to. You know, but I mean, you know, the, everything's out there on the internet. That's his name. Like I said, they found him. Um, they found all his salary information and whatnot. So I'm like, you know what? People just <laughs> people are so trash in that way. 
I mean, but if you're like a state or local employee, I think all that is public record. So, I mean, you know, it's just what it is. I guess. Like, <laughs> at what point in your in your life are you like, let me go see how much this person on TV makes. And let me see, like dig up dirt on this. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just feel like it's well, a bit. And honestly, I think what prompted that, and we're going to get into that, you know, tonight, but it's just because Mirla, you know, it seems like she wants the finer things. And so I think people are, you know, concerned. They're like, well, can can Gilmar, you know, afford, you know, these Gucci She said he doesn't have to. I know, but I I don't know. I don't know, child. I don't know what Gil thinks. Gilmar. I'm sure we'll we'll find out as we get a little bit closer Hmm, to the end of things. So that's um, all my that's all of my updates. Unfortunately, you know some really sad news. But, I think you know, that's a lie because you didn't mention these pictures of these other people. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, if you want to touch on that, I feel like I've I've taken up too much time already with you know the murder investigation. Well, well yeah, I will say it looks like <laughs> Sweet Angel is the baby of the family. He looks like the little brother. Yeah, he um, looks tiny in those photos. I know he. I think, like I think that's why he's Sweet Angel. He's just the youngest and the baby. baby, and you know he got his big brothers to protect him. So he just just living his life. I will say, um, um, Brett looks. What I think Brett looks much better with the brown hair. Mm. Like that second photo of her again. I guess I'll put some photos on Instagram, but it was like a um, like she just looks really. She looks. I like her with brown hair, I think. The second like, it, photo looks like red hair to me, like a darker red, it? though. Okay, I think, yeah, yeah, I like the darker red. Like, this vibrant mm-hmm. red she's got right now, I think is a bit harsh for her skin tone. Mm. But I like this auburny color. Yeah, it looks good. I, I like the red on her. I mm-hmm. mean, there's not much to say about my, many of these other people besides Mirla is in here. Looks like she's <sighs> with a certificate from Idea Schools, which is something something here and she looks like a charter system this is definitely i guess before her botox and her money kicked in um the botox well she just looks a little more normal i think it's filler i think she had filler in her cheeks right because like her face looks smaller she actually looks very like down to earth in this photo she looks like a really nice teacher so i don't know what i I think maybe the some things happened in in the years Money changes people. <laughs> I don't know. Michaela looks, looks the same. Great. Yeah, Michaela does is, look the same. This is definitely her. Didn't do, didn't change much. Just Oh, do you think this photo through. of Michaela where she's, I, I mean, not Michaela, I'm sorry, with Mirla, where it looks like she's signing, like, uh, documents or something. You think this was when her, is that his, I think that's her father there? I think this was. I would think so. I don't know why else. It looks like she's signing for a home or something. Like yeah. this is... I mean, she looks so pretty there. Just normal. Like I, I Yeah, know. I feel like this second photo, and um, it's, I'm, I'm sorry we're describing these like this. There's a photo with her sitting with this heavyset man. And I think that this photo <laughs> is more necessary? recent than the idea photo. I mean, yeah. she's sitting with him. They're on the same side of the table. It looks like the paper's in between. Like, maybe he's co-signing or reviewing this contract with her. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's, like, her dad. And I'm looking at, yeah, because this is definitely 2014, 2013, because I'm looking at the phones, and those look like a phone I had, which was, like, iPhone 6. <laughs> um, do you, but do you see this little Louis Vuitton wallet right here in the corner? I do, see? I do. I That's see, what I'm telling. She's getting a taste. A taste this of This is of a more luxury. recent photo, because her face looks different in this photo than the prior photo. The prior mm-hmm. photo is, like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> the next yeah. one is like making big girl moves. So, 
Yeah. And then we do have some photos of Jose. It looks like he's at NASA. Um, he's oh, got like a little, he he's got a little cardigan draped around his shoulders. Um, with a little pink, <laughs> pink shirt, you know, belt, you know, nice. Uh, and then we have another photo. Uh, with him um, in a cowboy hat. Um, this is the Barry. bachelor party, isn't it? Or no? This looks a little... I don't know. Maybe but it's I just like somebody's say, keen say. Because it looks like about a crown right there. <laughs> but I don't know why he'd be dressed like this. <laughs> no, you guys. We're Again, we're going to show these photos. It is really imperative that you see them. But he's, you know, giving us a little seductive you know, stare at the camera. Someone on Reddit said it was giving them grinder. <laughs> Take that how you will. Oh, um, no. So it's unfortunate. Uh, and then the there's another photo of him. I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> it looks like an early MySpace photo. Oh, just like, God. People really went in the vault for this. <laughs> they found In other news... Rachel is also on these on this, and she just looks like her regular stuff. Yeah, There's not much to report, but nothing shocking with her. She's she's yeah. pretty standard, not then, standard, but just like consistent. And then Ryan looked the same as well, but just like twenty yeah. pounds, twenty pounds yeah. like lighter. He looks like um, himself. Yeah. So there we have it, you guys. Again, I will upload all these photos on Instagram. I, I'll, maybe I'll put them in the highlights. You know, blast from the past. Um, I like that idea. Yeah. So <laughs> just you know. This is a picture of Jose. My, my, my. All right, well. Leave him alone. Let that go. You want to get into the episode? Yes. So we're at a new episode called Something. Did not take a note on that. Oh, no, I don't Rings for something or other. I don't know. Anyways. So we are still in um, Florida, in the Florida Keys, at the, the <laughs> resort and spa. And Everyone I'm is... so sorry. Before we get into this, <laughs> I, I just want to start. I'm sorry. I just want to make one more clear, more more clarification. When when you said oh. the Florida Keys, okay. So again, on the Reddit streets, we found out that this particular resort, um, Isla Bella, is not. It, it's not in Key West, so it's a part of the Florida Keys, but it's not in Key West. So they're about an hour away from the coast. So. That's kind of a particular reason why there is no beach, um, because they're mm. near they're near like a marina. So apparently there are a lot of nice hotels and nice resorts in Key West, but I guess people are speculating that maybe there wasn't enough room, or you know maybe they couldn't film there. But I just say all that to say like this isn't the nicest resort that they could have been in because I think there were some speculation like oh this place is really nice and it's the nicest place like apparently the city that they're in which is Marathon is what people pass up to get to Key West they don't necessarily stay there um Mm. and apparently Key West has a really bustling like nightlife and like there are things to do and like people are confused Mm. as to why they chose you know Isla Bella unless it's just for filming purposes so I just wanted to make that clear I think for filming purposes during COVID, they have to keep them like isolated, right? And so I guess so. I don't see them really being able to like go to Key West and like be in the nightlife and things mm-hmm. like that. Like they have to have a resort that would allow them to film and with the, like the size of the pool and stuff at this one, it seems like you could just be like, we're going to reserve the pool or we're, I don't know. I don't know. That's true. I mean, actually that makes a great point. And it's unfortunate that it's to their detriment. Um, yeah. but honestly, even when they were in Vegas, wasn't that in, 
that was during COVID, right? That was during COVID. Yeah, it looked like a nicer hotel, though, and I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, like, they were on the strip. And so I guess, you know, to your point, I don't, like, they were able to isolate and still be on the strip. So I guess mm-hmm. I feel like you make it work if you want to. Yeah, I mean, The Bachelor gets these resorts and they have people isolated there. So, I mean, I think anything's possible. But since this is so short term, I think they're like, you know, wherever we can get the best deal at, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was all I had to say. Um, Okay. So everybody is waking up. We go through the montage as people are kissing, blah, 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 blah. Um, Rachel and Jose say they're feeling a little bit closer. And she's like, I think we know how we're similar, but we need to figure out how we're how we're different. And Jose, bless his little heart, he's like, well, I know you really like black coffee, and I like coffee with creamer, and so mm. that's a difference. And I was like, oh, this is well challenging. <laughs> um, so she brings up him asking to brush her teeth, and she also mentions in that same like in her little talking head, she's like, and he really likes feeding me. And she tells him, she's like, I'm not a kid. Like, I don't need you to brush my teeth and feed me. Lord. And I just want y'all to remember that I mentioned this at the wedding. I think he has a little thing with, like, oral fixation. Mm-hmm. With, like, the way. With that. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. Because even, like, you know, guys, at the wedding, when they were getting married, and he was, like, doing all that stuff with his mouth, there was, like, a lot of <laughs> mouth distraction for me. I don't know if you guys remember me talking about it. But it was really obvious to me that he was, like, uh, his anxiety was manifesting through his mouth, I'll say, or his nerves, which it's gotten better, I've noticed. But Mm -hmm. now he's, like, very focused on her mouth and feeding her and brushing her teeth, which is just so strange. (laughs) It's like, are you, it's like a fetish, like a, like a, it's like a kink I've never heard of. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems... Seems a little strange. That, I think she's a little man enjoy. You know, he he want to see what you know the mouth you know is about. You know, I understand that. So that's why I'm I'm like it's like, but his I understand people that like like mouth play and things like that. But this is different. Like, let me what brush is your mouth teeth. play exactly. What's mouth play? I would assume like a little oral, oral whatever whatever we can do orally. It's <laughs> just orally, but except for brushing our teeth and feeding each other. I don't know. Uh, Lord bless you, Jose. Um, <laughs> Jose is just Jose, and yeah, I don't know. She's saying she wants to um, bring her own stuff into the marriage. She really wants to feel like an equal partner with him, and this mm-hmm. is a theme just throughout this whole episode of <sighs> her being kind of stuck in this fifty-fifty thing, even when it doesn't sound like she's necessarily able to be fifty-fifty. Right. But she wants to be, I guess, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And he definitely keeps pushing this, you know, he wants to be the provider and take care of her, um, which I thought was really interesting because I recall when he was talking with the guys, like when he was listing out his whole list of things that he didn't want. And I remember he said something about a, an IG model, yeah. like a thousand followers or less or something. I remember him mentioning, like in his talking head, that, you know, women these days are expecting like a lot or expecting like guys to like do a lot for them. And I thought that was really interesting because it seems like now he's kind of changing his tune and he wants to like provide everything for her. 
My thing with this is I'm thinking after that masculinity comment last week that he just thinks this is what a man should do. Like I should mm. take care of her. Like I yes, need to. I agree. I need to provide for her because that would be masculine. I think he's just caught up in this idea of masculinity and she's like, mm-hmm. look, I got it. Like she takes care of herself. She doesn't want to depend on anyone. And I don't know how they're going to, how they're going to meet in the middle with that. Right. Like right now they seem very like infatuated with each other. Um, But I'm also like, I don't know. It doesn't feel real to me with them. It just feels like, it's I don't know. Surface. It feels weird. Like, yeah. It's like they're acting. I guess. It's like, I like you so much. I like you too. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they're just like putting on a show, honestly. And we'll get into that, you know, later in the episode. But it really feels like they're just putting on for everyone. It's really strange. I don't, I, I'm concerned. I feel like he's being genuine. I feel like she is. I don't feel like she's putting on, but I feel like she's not. I feel like she's in like a, a surreal world right now. Like if she was with her mm, friends, she's not really I feel like she would come down. Yeah, yeah, I feel like she's, like, caught up in the whole mm-hmm. filming and things like that still. I don't know. We transition over to Bao and Johnny, who are waking up as well. Um, this? Mm, okay. So, Johnny says that during the night, he, he had some small animal visitors that were, like, kind of making, <laughs> making noise, insane. and it woke him up, and... He checked it out, and he was like, oh, it was just her snoring. Um, wow. Val, you know, they kind of have, like, a little playful hitting kind of thing going on. Um, and then they transition over to breakfast kind of fast, and Johnny's like, well, I want to, let's be careful with breakfast, because they give him, like, a big, a big croissant and, like, some fruit. Gross. And Johnny says, you know, we're going to the pool today, and I haven't worked out, I don't want to look, you know. Like, I haven't worked out and I've eaten carbs before I go to the <laughs> pool, is essentially what he says. Lord, bless him. And he's what, 100 and what, 20 he's, pounds, maybe? Yeah, he has like that kind of swimmer's body that's just like lean and mm-hmm. not really muscular, but not very fat either. Um, so we learned that Bao collects bathing suits, apparently. Um, but she says she's not as comfortable as she used to be in bathing suits. Like, it's not, not something she chooses to wear out in public anymore but she likes to wear them around the house uh, <laughs> just put like, some on and okay. she, she around and she's like i think of it as like practical lingerie um which is which is interesting and i was like tamra is this you too do you wear your bathing suits around the house <laughs> not quite i'm sorry not quite um but if she's saying that that's something that she feels really you know good in um you know i uh, I'm trying to make it make sense. I, mm. I don't know. This was a little. This was a little different for me. I, I was unsure of what she was, you know, describing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. It sounds like she likes bathing suits and likes to buy them, but I'm thinking maybe doesn't have the opportunity to wear them out as much. Yeah, like it sounded um, like she's a lot more like she's a little conservative, and so you know mm-hmm. maybe she just prefers to wear her skimpy b- bikinis like indoors. I don't know because I, my whole thing is. I, I don't understand. Like, I, I just don't understand. So yeah. I was just like, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, Bao tells Johnny that she likes his body, and he feels extremely flattered by that. I get <laughs> Johnny seems like he's easily impressed for some reason. I don't know. Um, maybe he just feels like Bao is kind of hard to get on his side, and so every time she like, says something good about him, he kind of mm-hmm. fawns over her. It's, it's kind of cute. Um and then we have Mirla. Uh oh, 
Sorry, computer went black. Oh. Then we have Mirla and Gil. Yes. Going through their <sighs> breakfast. Why don't you take us through that? So Mirla and Gil, um, they are having breakfast as well. And I'm going to put breakfast in quotation marks. Um, because <laughs> this is not a breakfast to me. They have one huge giant croissant, similar to Bao and Johnny, some orange juice, some coffee and fruit so literally just this is just all straight carbs like glucose like there's you know maybe a little bit of fat like in the croissant because i know they're usually made with butter but like this is this is not this is a, like a continental breakfast so there's no protein there's no eggs so of course mirla is like okay where's the rest of this so there's no protein there's no eggs uh she wanted almond milk she wanted frothed almond milk with her coffee they brought her regular milk so she has to call down to get the frothed almond milk. Question. <laughs> yeah. Because I noticed she said, I ordered almond milk. And I was like, if you ordered, if you could order almond milk, they didn't give you the option to order what you wanted for breakfast? I, I don't think so. Because I feel like had she had the option, I don't think she would have chosen that. Like, I think. I don't think she would have either. That's why I was confused. Um. I think she maybe made an adjustment, like when they were just like, hey, we're bringing y'all this, this, this. And she was like, well, I don't drink regular milk. Bring me almond milk. That's what I'm assuming. Oh, okay. Because um, mm-hmm. I know that's usually like, I always have to remember when I'm ordering coffee, they're just going to default to regular milk. And I'm like, absolutely not. Please give me oat milk. Um, so Gil is saying that she's very particular and that he's taking mental notes on the things that she does <laughs> and doesn't like. And he feels like the doesn't like list is getting very long. Um, he asks her how she feels about the resort, and he's saying, do you see that grass with no beach? The marsh. The marsh. She says it doesn't feel like a honeymoon. The resort is not good. And he says that it's the best of both worlds, and he's enjoying it for what it is. I don't know mm-hmm. what that means. This was an interesting interesting moment between them, um, because he did say, like, he feels like she's trustworthy because she's going to tell you what she thinks. Right. He, he was like, I think she, I don't think she's fake at all. I don't think she's going to tell you something that she doesn't believe. Um, but we hear her say that she feels like he's just happy about everything. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't care about the quality of anything. Absolutely. And he's like, well, I'm just, I'm just content. Um, and it seems to me like... It's difficult because sometimes I agree with Mirla, but I also can see how she could be perceived as just ungrateful and with like the whining and complaining all the time. Like, okay, girl, you ain't gonna be here forever. Like, right, right. Just I mean, I definitely do the honeymoon. Think, I definitely think there's, you know, there's something to say about balance, and I feel like had she balanced yeah. out her negativity with some positivity, um, it wouldn't have been as bad. But then, as I say that, he does ask her on a scale of one to ten how happy how happy is she, and she says an eight. So yeah, I was surprised. I was like, I was really? shocked. So that's why I was like, I mean, she is kind of giving you some positive. Like she is, you know, kind of. I would hate playful. to see her at a three, girl. Goodness. I mean, but she is like giving him a little bit of banter. Like they're playful. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like she's. I don't know. It's not like she's just being a. She's being a Debbie Downer, but it's not like nonstop negative. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. But I. But I also at the same time. I can be. I can see how it might be annoying to be with someone who's just like, "Oh, it's great. It's great. Enjoy it for what it is." It's like, well, what is it? Like, this isn't a beach, you know. This is, you know, there's grass everywhere. We're in a fucking motel. Like, what am I enjoying exactly? Like, so I think when you don't know each other, 
these extremes are very hard. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, like, if you know each other and this person is, like, very accepting of most circumstances and the other person, like, complains all the time, it's going to be easier, I think, because you're going to expect them to complain. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in this situation, like, if I was if I was her, if I was him, I think I'd be annoyed with the other. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. I'm equal. I'm honestly equally annoyed, like, with... <laughs> both of them at this point because he is kind of getting on I don't know it's just the, there's something about the way he talks to her that is annoying me like mm. I don't know if it's like patronizing but there's something about it like when he's like oh I'm taking mental notes and the thing she doesn't like like it sounds almost kind of snarky like mm. I, I just I don't know I can't put my finger on it but I say snarky and that actually brings us into Brett and Ryan um oh, so mm-hmm. we have Fred and Ryan they're out they're out there on the patio is it a patio I don't know balcony um Ryan says in his confessional in his his um talking head that he's looking forward to a chill day which was not the case yesterday so he's again, really he's stuck on this, this referencing plane. this traumatic plane ride um so they're talking about going out to the pool and you know Brett says that he's going to have to slather her on sunscreen. And then he says, I was really confused about this. He says, might take more than me because you probably need a lot. Something about his one liners feels. What did that even mean? He's saying that she's super pale. So she's going to need like a ton of sunscreen because she's white. Like super white. Okay. It was just, it was unnecessary and sarcastic. And like the things that he says to her, like they were talking about first dates and he is doing some weird banter where he's like, oh, I'd probably get a second date with you. And the way he talks to her, it's giving me, I'm not into you. Like, it's just Mm. not warm. It's not friendly. Um, It's very, again, snarky. And it's just, it's, I, I don't know how I feel about him. Like, I feel like she's trying to be like, you know, positive and, you know, mm-hmm. play along with him. And I feel like he is just very cold. I, I see her as more laid back. And in this episode particularly, I see him kind of go back to how he was, like, when they introduced him, like, more of that flat personality kind of person, as opposed mm-hmm. to, like, how nervous and stuff he was during the wedding. I feel like during the wedding right. he was, like, really, really weird. And now he's being, like... Not so weird, weird, (laughs) not so weird, but not necessarily likable either. Yes, Um, yes, like he is not likable at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know with him, and I'm, I'm confused by her interactions with. I, I don't know, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I'm not sure what she's saying. I am too. I'm not really sure. Anytime they're on the screen, I'm just like, I I don't know what's happening. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what the goal, what's happening. So I'm very confused when they get on the screen. Um, So then from there, everyone is meeting up at the pool. Mm-hmm. And they're at the square pool, y'all, a little rectangle yes, pool, the not l- the one the with the shapes. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. the small one. Um, They're all kind of meeting up. I have on my notes, it looks gross. Um, So we have Jose, oh Rachel, goodness. Ryan, Brett, and Gil. Um, Gil says that Mirla is doing some work stuff. Oh, I missed that. I was like, where is she at? I was like, is she yeah. coming? Is she not coming? Yeah. Uh, Apparently she's like, doing oh. some work stuff that's very pressing. I was like, damn, so you're missing like a whole scene. 
that was really interesting um, to me. This was a was, crucial scene. Yes. And she wasn't there at all. I was like, this is really interesting. Because even when I remember when they were up in the room and he said, okay, I'm going to get ready. She was just kind of sitting there. So I was just like, well, what's going on? Um, oh, in that scene, I did notice she had put her clothes in the drawers. And I was like, I don't put my clothes in the drawers at any places I stay at. But I only do that if I'm staying at like, if I'm going to be there for a while. So like, I think I did that when we were... And then when we were at Anguilla, um, and so we were there for like a week, so I put my stuff in the drawers. But I surely wouldn't put them in the drawers in a place like that. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Okay. <laughs> Back to the poolside hangout. Um, let's see. Everybody's meeting each other as a couple for the first time. So, the, of course, the guys had already met and the women had already met, but they had met the, the spouses. So. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice. Bao and Johnny join. Um, apparently, Jose and Johnny have a bromance. Jose tells us that him and Johnny have a bromance. I was unaware. Mm, as well. Um, <laughs> and the guys kind of give um, Jose a hard time because they t- talk about this laundry list he had of requirements for a woman and how it's amazing that Rachel's meeting all those things and, you know, is ticking all of his boxes and they seem so touchy-feely and all that stuff. At this point, they begin to look for Michaela and Zach. They're like, where it must be. Michaela and Zach must be the other couple. I'm sure they already know who the other couple is, but. Right. <sighs> um, we get a little video cam footage from them. They wake up separately. And Zach is telling us that he's sick. He has chills. And he thinks because he has chills, he probably has a fever too. And it's really just a brief check-in with them before we go back to this pool thing. Um... We get another montage of Rachel and Jose touching each other incessantly. Um, Gil puts his his party hat on, kind of, so to speak, and heavens, he's like a moderator of some sort. Just like he's the only person there without his spouse, and so he's asking everybody questions, and then he's oversharing. It goes, it goes a little, little risky. Um, so he's like, "Is everybody kissing?" I want to know if y'all are doing like tonsil hockey kisses. And of course, Rachel and Jose, they start to make out. He tells everyone that him and Mirla haven't kissed. Um, only on He's the cheeks. He's offering up a lot of information. It's too much. <laughs> it's really, t- he's like, we haven't kissed yet. What about y'all? Da-da-da. And then he tells them that uh, Mirla is very particular. He mentions all these peculiarities. He's like, well, she doesn't. She gets cranky if she doesn't eat or sleep. She's kind of like a toddler, so oh, I either let her wear oh herself God. out or I just feed her and we're good. Ooh. And you know, everybody's like laughing, but it looks a little uncomfortable because um, he's just kind of going on and on, like kind very of oh, uncomfortable. It's... Like I was just like, no one is is pressing you to like divulge all this information. No one's asked you this. Yeah, as like you're just know, yeah. you're just giving us this information, and I thought it was interesting when the couples were doing like their couple, um, kind of like interviews, and Johnny was saying how you know Gil saying you know my wife is high maintenance and saying all these things about tantrums, he was just like this feels a little private. <laughs> um, and I mean, it know. definitely does. Like we don't know this woman, and here yes. you are like it was very her on French Street. Um, and then, you know, I get that the producers were like, hey, Gil, ask these questions, but it just didn't feel, it, it just felt very disingenuous. Like, he was just like, just word vomit, just like talk, talk, talk. You know, at yeah. some point, 
they all get in like the pool and so Gil like has this like volleyball and he says oh this is Mirla and he like draws a face and lashes on it it was so strange it's it's weird I think in addition to that like some of the other things that are happening as this scene goes on it goes on for a little bit of a while but he asked everyone if they liked the resort and Bao and Johnny are like, oh yeah, I think it's nice. And he tells them that Mirla calls it. Not Mirla. Uh, <laughs> Mirla calls it a senior, what does she call it? A senior, a senior retirement center? A senior citizen like retirement center or something. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, well, damn. And I was like, again, Gil, like, did he you tell them, them that? that? He asked about how everyone's doing with their intimacy and everyone's like, they're taking oh. their time, blah, blah, blah. Bao and Johnny tell everyone that they've known each other for a long time and Bao goes into that whole backstory of how Johnny ghosted her. Um, Gil and his, his kind of showboating that he's doing, he does a cannonball into the pool. The pool is not that deep y'all. It's like five, five feet deep. Five feet. Good (laughs) night. (laughs) But he does like a full out cannonball. And I was like, this, this man, I should have known this was going to be a problem. He was at the bachelor party up on the pole, just Mm -hmm. in his own little world, living his life. Um, I thought it was really cute that Johnny had these little banana swim trunks on. I don't know if you saw you saw those. No, I didn't. He not. had some little banana swim trunks on that were kind of cute. They're like the yellow swim trunks with bananas on them. And he was, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> he was saying he likes looking at Bao's ass. And we don't even mm. see Bao's ass. Yeah, but I don't even see. It. I didn't even see. He's it. he's telling us about it. And Brett also says that she feels insecure in her bathing suit so she wore her favorite one today to make her feel more comfortable it's a cute bathing suit mm-hmm. um everybody seems to be getting along they were doing like a uh, pool volleyball hitting mirla mirla the can the um volleyball mirla around <sighs> yeah but gil gil's the star of the scene and yeah, I, I feel just, like this information is gonna come out. Absolutely. Like as soon as she, as soon as I'm sorry, as soon as Mirla gets with the girls, like I would be the first one to be like, so Gil told us a lot about you mm. know how you're feeling. It was just it was too much, and honestly, like it has made me think about him differently. Because one thing mm. that I think is a truly a red flag are people who talk about their spouses like in a negative or in in a way that can be perceived negatively um and it's not that he was lying about her but I'm not going to put my spouse out there in a way that can make him or her seem you know seem disagreeable or just make them look bad like he wasn't even thinking about how this may look to her um well I would agree. I would say the problem with me is that it seemed more like he was making fun of it instead yes. of being like, yeah. y'all, like if he was telling everybody the same thing in a different tone of like, Mirla's kind of upset. She doesn't really like the resort. Like she's not happy. Yeah. I'm trying to make this special for her. I feel like it could have been better, like received Absolutely. better yeah. if it came then, from a more caring and place. And him making her in that volleyball. What did you think of that? You know, I didn't... I didn't see that happen until, like, the end when he was like, oh, this is Mirla. And I was like, is he just drunk and doing things? Like, it just seems like he's kind of out of control. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you're 30, what, 35, 36? I was like, what are you doing? Like, it was just so strange. Yeah, I'm not sure. I was like, when did this happen? I missed it. I don't know, but... (sighs) 
I don't I don't know. I don't know at what point you would take a volleyball and decide to like just draw on like why that would happen, how that would happen. Um, you said how just, that would happen. I'm not sh- like, do you like go to a producer like anybody got a sharpie? Like what? Ha- like I am. Why is I this am happening? Like how did this come to be? And then like why did they include that? You know, when someone was editing the episode, they were like, "No, nah, we're gonna keep this in." Like why? Like it's, oh my god, this petty. Um, after that, we go back to Michaela and Zach, and we learn that he tested positive for COVID. She was negative. Um. He wants her to be safe and stay away from him. She's upset because she doesn't want to stay away from him. And at this point, she's seeming a bit unreasonable. This man has full-blown COVID. She's going to be, like, up under him or, like, be in the same space where I'd be like, let me just get another room. Um, but she's like, this is my honeymoon. I don't want to do single shit on my honeymoon and blah, blah, blah. I mean, he has COVID. Hello, like, it's not like he just anything has with you. Like, he literally has a life-threatening illness. And she's talking about, oh, I got all these outfits that I can't wear. And it's like, are you are you an idiot? Like, this was so strange to me. Like, I was response. like, she's not reasonable. It's not like you can just, like, oh, let me just rub your back and give you some, some Vicks. And, like, this is not that. She's like, well, we could just be in the same room. And I'm like, Lord, no, COVID? I'd be like, okay, well, he needs – I'm going to be over here as far away as I can be. And, like, she could have still filmed with all the couples, I suppose. Absolutely. But. Which is why I don't really understand the thought process. And, oh, well, I'm going to get on a flight and fly home to Houston. And he's going to stay here in quarantine. No, both of y'all should be quarantining, period. Like, yeah. staying in the same, staying in, you know, obviously different rooms, but in the same space. Like, if you're on a flight with me and you tell me that, you know, yeah, my husband had COVID, but I just love him. I'm going to be like, you need to get away from me <laughs> because, like, <laughs> just because you just tested negative. I mean, if you get tested in three days, it can say something different. So, that's, yeah, that's the I, thing. This was so disheartening. Um, so, yeah, so we, we, I think we move on to Rachel and Jose. Mm-hmm. Rachel surprises Jose with a fishing trip. Um, which I guess there's some water somewhere. You said there's a marina, so there's, yeah, there's some marina, kind of water. But they are, like, adjacent to what, whatever. Is that the Atlantic? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they are near there. Um, okay. So, because, um, yeah, I know they're at the marina, but they must have went on the other side, I think, because it looked like okay. they were in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, but they're going deep sea fishing. So they yeah. have like this huge boat. Well, not a huge boat, but a pretty big sized boat. Um, Jose says that, you know, hopefully they can find a catch of a day and a catch of a lifetime. And then he kisses Rachel. So, y'all, Jose is big into fishing. It's one of the things he really likes. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel is, has never been fishing from the looks of it. Um, and so she... She wants to be independent, but she knows she doesn't know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. So she asks him for a little bit of support, and he's more than happy to help her because, you know, he, that's his thing. He just likes to – he's a helper, I've learned this episode. He just wants to help people and wants everyone to be happy and glad that he's helped them. Um, I did think during this she had been drinking at some point. She just seemed, like, too happy yeah, or, like, yeah. too – I don't know, though. There's something about eager. her. I'm like, what's going on, Rachel? I don't <laughs> so know. So I couldn't tell if she was I don't, Like, I like or... her, but I'm not sure what it is. I it's see like it, this too, overly, It's like this overly, like, happy and just, like, 
but then she will come down, you know, and, and give us some realness. But in the times that, you know, they're happy, I'm just like, are you, though? <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you guys. So they do some fishing. She catches a fish and, you know, they they do the whole thing. He's showing her how to cast and she's terrible at it, but she's learning. All that is well and good. Um, they have a good trip overall. Mm-hmm. Um. We go back to Mirla and Gil, and I'm thinking shit's about to hit the fan. They sit down, sit down to eat outside at some. Can like, you mention thing. what they're wearing, if you if you would? Oh, uh, I didn't get it. Okay, well I did. So Gil is tell me, wearing tell me like some sort of like suit jacket, like a black shirt with like a suit jacket and like some fake Ray Bans, um, mm-hmm. and like some slacks. And then again, they're going, they're sitting on the beach, and then she's wearing this like black. I don't know, just like a regular black sleeveless dress with like, that's all I got. Oh, like I did see the black sleeveless dress. I like the shoes she had on with it. I didn't even see the shoes, but yeah, that's they what showed wearing. them in a different scene, like when they're back on the balcony. Okay, but he was very dressed up um, for dinner. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Okay, so they sit down. Her first question is like, so tell me the tea. What's what? How was the whole pool day? Mm-hmm. And so he proceeds to tell her how the other couples are doing. He's like, well, everybody's kissed and. He's really focused on this kissing thing. Yes. He totally leaves out Goodness. how he how he dragged he her in dra- front of everybody. Well, and he re- and language is so important here. He says, you know, they they brought up, you know, did anybody kiss yet? And I was like, no, 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 you brought up did anybody kiss yet? Not they, <laughs> you. So I, I noticed that. Like now, Gil, let's yeah. let's, let's keep Gil saying here. the producers brought that up. That's what he mm, meant. I suppose. Um, so he starts telling her. From the most uh, neutral perspective, he can he can muster. Um, and he keeps saying like, you know, I would have kissed you at the wedding, and she's like, well, we are strangers. And then she lets it be known that she's never kissed anyone on the first, second, or third date. What did you think about that? Um, I think it depends on the duration and like the the timeline of these three dates. Um. Cause like if you're if these dates if let's say you have two dates in a week and then the third one's like the following week, I would expect like some kisses to come soon after that third date. But if this is like a date per week or like a date every two weeks, like I, I need to know more. Like I need to know more information before I can like say whether or not that's a little strange. Um, mm. So I don't know. I, I really don't know. I guess I'm thinking, like, assuming this is not a blind first date, like, you've already built up enough something with this person to agree to go on a date with them, and Mm -hmm. then to agree to go on a second date with them, and then to agree to go, like, on a third date with them. And I don't feel like a a peck is, like, weird on, like, a third date or a second date. Not not even on a first date if it's really good. And I think to your point, if I'm not kissing you at the third date... Then I must not be into you. Because now that I'm thinking about I it. I probably wouldn't last... make it to a third date if I'm not into you. Well, I'm trying to think. Because, like, in my last, I feel like I kissed, maybe it was, I think it was the second official date. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the third. It was second or the third, I think. Okay. Do you I'm recall? just assuming, like, in... I don't, girl. <laughs> I, I have Well, no you idea. don't know. It could have been the fifth or sixth date. 
Well, I just feel like, well, knowing me, I don't feel like I'm like intentionally like I'm not kissing you on this date or this. Like I'm not holding oh, back yeah, on kissing. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> if it, yeah. And honestly, to your point, like if it feels right, I'm gonna just do it. I'm not necessarily yeah. waiting on like the third or the fourth or the eighth or no. Whatever. I'm not keeping count of like oh, yeah, I'm only gonna kiss you on the fifth strange. date. I'm not. I'm not doing that. But right, it just seems like. In between dates, like the conversation would keep going. There'd be text messages, there'd be phone calls, there'd be FaceTimes, you know, things like that, that mm-hmm. are bringing you closer. And I feel like usually when people are first dating, that's when that infatuation is kind of present and people are like really gung ho, like that, you know, high level of interest when you're first dating someone. So I don't know. I thought that was a bit weird, but on brand for her, I guess. I was like, here she go with these, with these rules about when she can kiss someone and. But, like, now you've known him for at least three whole days. And so that's, like, kind of like three whole dates. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Then we get some more news from her that she's been in four serious relationships Mm -hmm. um, during her life. And Gil, Gil, you know, he asked her, what what did you learn from those situations? And I was like, that's a really good question. Yeah. So I'm curious as well. And she, she said, I learned that I'm solidified in my, in my needs and what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I'm very right. touchy. <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? I was like, she learned that she's difficult. That's what she learned. <laughs> no, but honestly, like, there's something to be said about how, you know, in these relationships, I learned that, like, I'm not going to settle. And, like, I, I, I hear you, okay? But, you know, we also got to keep it 100. And I just feel like, I don't know. But I, I, but I, I did understand like what she was saying yeah she was oh, yeah Lord. i was like okay she not she's You're not flexible left. is what she's learned <laughs> so. no 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 i mean there is something to be said about i do feel like and i understand the women who are like you know what i'm not settling i know what i want but i also feel like that also comes with you know some self-awareness mm-hmm. and i feel like maybe my girl mirla is just not super self-aware by how she may be perceived I think she's self-aware. She's like, I'm a whiner. I like to complain. I like that. Like, she knows all yeah, these that things. Is true. She just well, doesn't give a flying fuck. Yeah, she's just not going to change. And I'm like, well, so, yeah. I don't know, girl. I don't know. If somebody's like, you're whining too much. Can you be a little bit more grateful? She's like, no, I'm going to whine. And it's like. <sighs> That's true. I thought maybe. I thought, yeah, if she's unwilling I think to she's change, self-aware, but she's just wants I like I get like wanting someone to accept you for who you are. I totally get that, but can we That's also true. try to have some growth along along some of that? Absolutely. Um, so I'm not sure. I, I I am curious to know like where she thinks her areas of growth are. If she thinks she has any, um, maybe that will come up at some point during the show. Maybe. But she does say she's very touchy and affectionate, and I was like, really? Hmm. Um, at this point, the sun has gone down. It seems like they're filming this dinner for a long time because, I don't know, it's just dark outside now. Um, but she says she likes physical touch, and then she says her second love language would be gifts. She says the ring is not satisfactory that he got, which I'm not sure if those rings are... That's production. Production gets Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, like, I'm not sure if he would be able to get, like, a, a be- much better ring. Like- <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's like we're on the honeymoon and you're already saying like we need a new ring. Yeah, that was Um, was a bit much. And then they start at some point, 
you know, she does say some really good things about she wants to make sure they're building a foundation of trust and friendship. And I, and I totally get that. Um, but then they do start talking about, and I think this is when maybe they're walking up to the motel or um, mm. whatever. You talking about the quilt thing? <laughs> yes. So she says that she also likes gifts and that, you know, Gil, for some strange reason, he brings up a Cartier bracelet. Like he could even... <laughs> So then he's talking about, Gil you know, might have a savings account. Y'all don't know Gil's life. So then he says, you know, would you prefer, you know, what's the difference between like a Cartier bracelet and like a quilt? And she's like, well, if you give me a quilt, then she would say check. Um, like, you know, like check, like I'm out. It's such yeah. a strange analogy from like him throwing out the Cartier and then a quilt. I'm like, what? Well, he was saying like, happening? what if I handmade a quilt, like something that he put time and effort into Why would creating he for made her. A, when on Listen, earth would he do that? That man works, what, Gil, 12 hour shifts, 40, 50 know, hours. Gil in his brain. Like, what is he Thoughts get a little about? jumbled. <laughs> I see the analogy. He's like, what if I bought you something designer versus something that I took the time to create for you? Good God. And she preferred the designer, obviously. It's Mirla. Um, I don't think anybody was surprised by this conversation. Um, but yeah, they transitioned to go onto the balcony um, of their room. And he has a surprise waiting for her with some macaroons, some mm. champagne. There's like some a small little bouquet of flowers there. I she guess. says it's very was, nice. I'm sorry. I was underwhelmed. <laughs> I was like, this is she a was surprise. Su- it seemed like she was surprised. And I was like, okay. And then he eats the macaroon, and he's like, oh, this is a fancy cookie. And I'm like, so did you not know what macaroons I don't think he did. And he said that, he said, it's a bougie bougie cookie like Mirla. I was like, I'm actually not into this anymore. I was like, this is. Well, those are some of the biggest macaroons I've ever seen. Those macaroons were huge. I was like, this is not a real macaroon. (laughs) Like, what is this? Like, I I just went over to the safe. They went over to Fred Meyer, the Safeway, and just picked up some macro. Like I was just like, I'm I don't know. They were huge, gross. but I was, they're like the size of like an oatmeal oatmeal cookie. Those and they looked ones. so dry. I was just like, dear. Oh, I don't know if they looked dry. They said they were good. So if they were dry, I think Mila would have told us. I'm, I'm sorry, sure y'all. I just I really despise this hotel and everything okay. that's in it. So just you know, I'm, I'm we'll book just... you a trip so you get the full experience. We need a full yes. investigation. No, book me a trip somewhere nice. Shit. You need. We need to know. Oh, somebody I has to do an inside know. report. If the, if they'll sponsor us, we can go for free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're going to sponsor us if you're shitty. I don't know, right after I'm trash in the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. So, Mirla brings up, she wants to know why Gil isn't married. If he has, you know, a job. She calls him successful, which is a compliment coming from her. <laughs> that was a, uh, a very compliment. I was like, okay. She's like, you're successful, you're handsome, da-da-da, why aren't successful. you married? He also says he's had four serious relationships, but serious relationships for Gil are anything more than six months. Mm. So he tells us he's had two relationships that are about a year and a half. One was at six months and one was at eight months. But he hasn't had any serious relationships in six years, and he's right. 35. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's strange. Um. Yeah, I just thought it was strange. But I feel I like also, in six years you haven't dated anybody for more than yeah, six months. Yeah, so that means since twenty nine, because he's what thirty five. Uh huh. 
So since so 29 was his last year's relationship. So for the for the last six years, he just been he said flings, which to me just means fucking. Um, so that's all he's been doing. Yeah, or maybe like he's dated someone for like a month or so, like and it was never like serious. I don't know. I thought that was that was really strange. Um, I thought it was a it was kind of a red flag to me because I'm just like, so then why did you want to get married? Like, and again, like between him and Zach, I'm just like. What is making y'all choose marriage when you guys are not even in serious relationships? It's time. It's just time. Their biological clock is ticking. Um, it's, 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 it's troubling. It really is. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was very, very telling, and I'm curious to know a little bit more about that. The other thing that he says is, uh, and talking about the cookies, he's like, you could have had like a regular old chocolate chip cookie and it would have been better than these. So he's obviously not impressed by the macaroons, but... Okay, well, macaroons aren't your thing. <laughs> well, I don't think he had had macaroons. <laughs> he not know before. what that is. He's like, the fuck so, is this? I think he asked them for, like, the... You know how, like, they have, like, little packages? I think he just asked for a package, and that was that. Mm. Um, we go back to Rachel and Jose. Now, Jose is... Make, he makes... He wants to move very fast, which I think... If I was dating someone like that, I'd be turned off by the comments he makes. Like, yes, at the absolutely. wedding when he was like, where do you live? How do you feel about living with me? I'd be like, uh, uh, I, I'm just meeting. I've met you today, sir. I don't feel anything about living with you. Um, but he starts this conversation off, and he's saying he wants to see Rachel as a mother. And he wants to have some kids, and he's into that. During this time where they're sitting out there, Michaela calls Rachel and tells Rachel that she's going back to Houston and um, Zach's going to stay at the resort in quarantine. Rachel also mentions that she and Jose are inseparable right now and she feels like it would be detrimental for them to be separated. She totally understands where Michaela is coming from um, and wanting to be with Zach while he has COVID. So. <laughs> Girl, I'm like, again, you just <laughs> met these people. I'm just not understanding. <sighs> I mean, if we're going to be married forever, we can go on another vacation. We can go on a better vacation. Let's just put that right. out there. Like, come on, y'all. y'all ugh, strange. Yeah. Um, so she says she's sad and tired. He's. We go to a little bit of shots of them. He's sick, but he's on the balcony in, like, some chair with the palm tree behind him. We're looking at everybody's nose in these camera angles. So I guess production just kind of gave them the cameras to record themselves and this is the footage we have mm -hmm. we go to brett and ryan they're getting couples massages mm, she says <laughs> she says she wants strange. to rock the boat and she asked him uh about kids he says he wants kids now i'm sorry he thinks Let's just i'm sorry can we just pause real quick like what? what did you think of them having this conversation as they were getting massages um well, I was like, the, I feel like in a massage, the whole point is to, like, not have conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even during a couple's massage. I've been to a, couple, a few couple's massages, and I'm not talking to the person I'm at the couple's massage with. Absolutely not. Like, I remember last time I had a couple's massage, my partner fell asleep. Like, he was, like, mm. 
dead asleep. And I was like, you know what? I'm just laying here enjoying this massage. It was great. So like, yeah, the fact that there's it's kind of like when you're in the same room with someone reading. Like we yeah. don't necessarily need to talk. We just share the space. So it was strange. I was like, what pro- what producer was like? All right, y'all, y'all talk about intimacy while y'all having this massage. Like what? Yeah, that must have been production. Because I feel That's like it would have so been strange. weird if they would just. <laughs> filming them not talking getting massages it would just I personally would have been like I'm not talking to this man while I get this massage <laughs> like unless yeah. this was like maybe five minutes out of like a, a 90 minute massage maybe which it could have been I guess yeah maybe it could have been and then where they get he, massages at this this Isla Bella <laughs> This is the thing. I'm also thinking like they chose this place due to like the filming (laughs) locations within it and like the things that could be filmed. Okay. Because some of these things that they're offering them as the dates, I feel like are better than the bachelor bachelorette dates. I just feel like there's maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I appreciate you trying to like rationalize. I'm trying to rationalize and make it make sense. (laughs) I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm sure there's reasons. Yeah. Um, But Ryan says he feels like they're getting to intimacy. He says he's very sexual, which I am a little disgusted by. I don't know. I have a hard time with some people talking about sex. Maybe this is shallow of me, but Mm -hmm. when some people talk about sex, it's the visuals for me that don't <laughs> that give me a hard time. I don't mind that other people have sex and you know people having sex is fine with me. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily need to hear about everyone's sexual interest. Um, well, and I, I think know. my issue with this is that I don't because I don't feel like he really is into her. Like, it makes mm. me think that he's just like, all right, well, I'm not into her, but let's just have sex because why not? Like, it feels a little like. It just feels a little vapid. So, like, when he's like, I'm a really sexual person, it just makes me think I'm just going to have sex with this woman because I can't. It's a little disgusting, yeah. Yes, yes. I'm not not into it. I'm like, no. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I'm not seeing, like, the connection between them. So, I'm not, it's not like, oh, we really like each other. We're going to have sex. Like, Michaela and Zach had sex and everybody knew about it. This is like him just saying, I'm really sexual. I want some kids. Right, exactly. Her saying it's been a while since she even had a first date, and you know, she's just kind of taking things slow, taking her time. And that's kind of all we get with them in the massage. Their scenes are very brief. Hopefully, they continue to be that way because they're not my favorite couple. Absolutely. Uh, Johnny and Jose meet up in this little gift shop kind Lord. of a thing. Um, Johnny says he called Jose to help him plan a surprise for Bao. He says he picked Jose because Jose knows, like he knows, he's, he says he's like Mr. Suave. I interpret this as Jose knows what women, what women like. Mm-hmm. And Jose is very happy to be here helping again. He's picking out clothes. He's telling him what to wear. I guess Johnny is just clueless and <laughs> couldn't plan a date to save his life. Um, but Jose is there, thankfully, and he's more than willing to help. He has a really good attitude about it. Mm-hmm. And again, I just, I just feel like maybe this is, I can I can appreciate Jose a little bit more now that I see like he just likes to help. He wants to feel special and needed. Right. Yeah. Um yeah. not sure what's yeah, gonna happen in his marriage, but like, okay, he feels he wants to contribute. That's that's right. admirable. Mm-hmm. Um anything else to add to that scene? No, that was it. Great, perfect. <sighs> Mirla and Gil. Oh, heavens, heavens, mm-hmm. heavens. So he tells This is where her, I thought they had a bigger budget than The Bachelor, because I was like, they don't do stuff like this on The Bachelor. Well, remember when they went um, 
No, last year for Matt's season, didn't uh, old girl get knocked down mm-hmm. on the ground when they was coming yeah, from uh, skydiving? That was a mistake. <laughs> That's probably why they kept everything on the ground this season. They were mm-hmm. like, we're not going to have any more of those liability so, issues. So Gil tells Mirella that he's taking her for a little trip, a little surprise, even though she said that she does not like surprises. He's like, you're getting a surprise anyway. <laughs> um, so he, you know, brings them out to this, like, is it Paris? What is this? Is this parasailing? It's not parasailing because they're in the actual. Okay. Plane. So he, he confuses me because they're like standing on this dock ish thing. He says they're going on a journey somewhere. They're going to have to take jet skis to get there. And then he mentions right. they're going to be on a seaplane. I never see them get on any jet skis. Absolutely. Uh. Because usually like. <laughs> There are no jet skis involved, so I'm like, how did y'all get on this plane? And so basically, it's a plane that like departs from the water, whatever it's called. Because I don't think it's necessarily. He said it's called a seaplane. Oh, it's a seaplane. Okay, great. So they're on a seaplane. Um, she, she says, says she gets motion she sickness motion before sickness. they even go. Right. So I'm already just like, well, this isn't going to be enjoyable. She doesn't want to go. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't do stuff like that. Yeah, no. like she's not happy about it. So she reluctantly gets in. They are up there in the in the sky, you know. Gil's looking at her like, "You like this? You like this?" And she's like, "He I don't has feel the biggest good. smile on his face." She's like, "I feel like I'm about to throw up." She's like, "I really don't like this." Like she hated it the entire time. Yeah. At one point, she asked the gentleman, "She's like, oh, it's getting too bumpy," and he was like, "Okay, I'll you know try and slow down." But I'm like, "How can you stop the wind? You know, like what can you do?" Yeah. Um, so then, after a while, she asks, you know, the pilot if they can land. <laughs> Like, can we be done now? Yes. And when they get down to the ground, she says that she hated it and she feels like throwing up. So. Yeah. I think the one nice thing about this is when he surprised her, even though she said she gets motion sickness, she agreed to try because she wanted, because he was excited about it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's kind of endearing. I mean, I did um, like that because I do feel like if I know for sure I'm going to get motion sickness and I'm not going to feel good, I probably wouldn't have done it. Um, yeah. Unless production was just like, you need to do this because we pay for this shit. Mm, maybe. I mean, they probably are like, Mirla has a bunch of excuses not to do a lot of stuff. So, yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But I'm glad she did it. Um, even though, she, I mean, now she doesn't have to do it again. So it's right. done and over with. We go back to Bao and Johnny. There, he tells her that he has a surprise. He has outfits for them. Um, he gives her like this tunic, and she's like, "Oh, you left the price tag on it. You paid full price." She's like, "You don't. You didn't have to do that." He's like, "Just pretend I got it on sale. Just pretend." And I thought that was a really, <laughs> a really. Cute but it was moment. interesting because she was just like, "Did you pay full price?" And then she's like, "This is a little disappointing." <laughs> <laughs> Well, because that shit was probably overpriced as shit. Like, if of he bought that at Alabella, if I had seen that price tag, I would have been like, are you, please tell me you didn't pay for this shit. Like, please. Yeah. Yeah, but she puts it on. <laughs> they go <laughs> heading off hand in hand. Um, they're at, like, a little beach picnic at the marsh, I guess. They're on, like, some sand. Um, I, we don't see any beach or any waves or anything. They're on some sand with a little picnic basket. Because there is no beach. That is a man-made situation. Like, there, there, there's no beach. Yes. Val says she's never been on a picnic, <laughs> which is super cute. And so I think she's very impressed um, with this. Johnny has packed some Prosecco because he remembers that's what she likes. Um, so he starts getting a little bit sentimental, a little bit emotional. And 
he's like, I just, I really like you. And I was like, why is he emoting I, this way for okay, I so like you? I am seeing this differently. I mm, view this tell a little more. bit differently. So I feel like what Johnny has told us is that he prefers women to like who to be really into him. Mm-hmm. And then once he sees that they're really into him, then he's into it. Like he likes to mm-hmm. be liked and wanted um, mm-hmm. and wooed. And I think because Bao is not doing that for him, like it's making him, I think it's making him a little out of sorts. Because I think he's expecting her to just be like, oh, I love you. And like, I'm really into you. And she's not really doing that because she's a bit more guarded. And so he's just like, well, shit, I don't know. Does she like me? Does she not? So I feel like for him, I don't think this is, it feels a little like he is, playing this up a bit so that she will Mm. like him and so then he'll be like oh okay i finally got her to like me okay now i like her like i can't really i can't get a good read on johnny because you Hmm. know because he tells us some things during this conversation that have me a little confused okay yeah i think i think he's i would agree with what you're saying and I think he's saying, like, I really like you right now because he's feeling scared. Mm-hmm. And usually, I don't, I usually don't think he would like someone this fast based on the information yes. he tells us. Absolutely. But because he likes her and because he's known her, I think he really does like her and he's having a hard time being like, I like you, you know, mm-hmm. which is different for him. But I think he is wanting that reassurance, definitely. And she yes. does give it to him. Then they kind of have a vulnerable moment. He tells her he's been on over a hundred first dates. And this is where a hundred worry. This is this is what made me worry because I was just like, between that and the whole thing about him ghosting her, like when she mm-hmm. asked him about the art gallery, like it's giving me not necessarily Playboy, but I don't know. There's something off about Johnny. Like I think he seems like a very nice guy, but. Just with the hundred dates and how he didn't try and get close to women, and uh, I don't know. I think there's some insecurity there, and I think he's just used to women like really, you know, kind of coming up to him and being super aggressive and like, you know, being attracted to him, and then he likes to take control from there. So I just I don't know. That was that was a strange thing for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I he has some interesting. Um, insecurities, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. With her, she mentioned that she self-sabotages at times, but it sounds like mm-hmm. she also doesn't, she's not like a serial first dater. Right. Um, so I don't know. I think that was an interesting vulnerable moment between them. It does seem like every time Bao talks to Johnny, she's very careful in what she says to him mm-hmm. um which i'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing at this moment yeah it just seems i don't know and I mean, he's, I think she he's, really like i think she really likes him though like i think that yeah. she really does like him but i think she's also i think just guarded and she's just just trying yeah. to like protect herself um and especially honestly like if her and I are any anything alike, had someone ghosted me like that and then now we're married, 
I cannot lie. I would really be like, so why'd you do that? <laughs> like, I would kind of mm. want to know, like, what was that about? Like, you know, I probably would have had more questions about that. And I appreciate her for, like, not obsessing like that. But I definitely would have been, like, overthinking and be like, you think she's not that? obsessing about it? Because she keeps bringing it up. I'm a little bit tired of hearing about it, truthfully. I, I kind of get it. <laughs> because I'm just like, I feel like. I would want to know. I mean, I'm hoping they've out. talked about it off camera, like, you know, what happened. But I hope so, too. I'm also thinking, because she thought he was, like, a fuckboy back in college. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I think he probably thought, like, oh, she's a nice girl. Like, let me not mess up her life. And maybe he just chose <laughs> to spare her. Because I think he, it sounds like he's always had, like, a lot of respect for her. And I think he's scared of her, truthfully. Um... Because she's she's strong, he knows Probably that. So. I think she's like gonna... he knows that she's not an idiot. So like you can't just yeah. you know do play those games that you play with the you know. Yeah, I think he made the right things. decision than to screw her over. Cause yeah. Um, we go to Rachel and Jose's <sighs> dinner date. This was He's very trying interesting. <laughs> Jose is again moving fast. He's trying to force her to move in. Um, <laughs> like look, like dude, it is day. <laughs> three or day four and you already are just like all right well when you gonna move in like are you fucking serious he's (laughs) like where are we living after the eight weeks you're gonna come live with me right it's very like eric s um but lilith's asshole and so rachel is really worried about pulling her own weight she says i think it's gonna feel like your house i would like for us to have a place that feels like both of ours and she wants everything to be even like she's one of those 50 50 bill splitters but it sounds like he makes a lot more money than her. He's better with money management than she is. Right. Um, which I think is, to him, feels like a little bit like rejection, maybe. You know, he's kind of sensitive. Um, well, but he keeps throwing this provider. You know, I, you know, as the man, I want to be a provider. I want to provide for us. Like, I want to share mm-hmm. this with you. You know, he started making a list of things he wants to do to the house, like something about a pool and expansion. And yeah, like, he said he wants us. like a two-story house with a pool table and a pool downstairs and stuff like that. And she says that her dad had told her before that you know she needs to make sure she's never in a position to be completely cared for by somebody because they could choose right. to leave her. Absolutely. Which I feel like I've heard that before, but in this situation, it sounds like that's really gotten into her head. And I guess, like, with somebody I just met three days ago, I wouldn't trust them either. But, like, ideally, the person you're married to, if they're like, okay, I feel comfortable providing for you, you would feel okay accepting that. I think my thing about this is I feel like more conversations need to be had about how this would work. Because if he wants to pay the majority of the bill, so be it. You, She could be saving while she's working. And just keep her money, and then if if one day he do be like, you yeah. know, like you got your own, so so the, I do think it could work. However, it would be a different story if he was saying quit your job, which he's not. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. I would probably let this man, you know, you want to provide and shit, sure, you know, pay for everything, and then she just be saving her money on the side. Well, yeah, she needs to practice saving her money anyway. And I think right. that would be a great opportunity for her to practice. But it seems like she's just very like, no, I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm not going to owe you anything. And yeah. I don't know but how I that's going like to fare out with them. And she's counting the horse before the carriage or the chickens before they hatch or whatever. Cause y'all he is know. too. Y'all don't know he what's about to too. happen <laughs> these next eight weeks. Like, both of y'all need to chill because, like, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, um, both of them are down a rabbit hole about the future. It's just... Mm-hmm. 
you know, they're, I don't know, they're scared and anxious, I guess. Yeah. Uh, We have... Brett and Ryan, this will be really quick because they don't talk about nothing, y'all. They're talking about Gil. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah, so I think Ryan asked her, what does she think about all the couples? Uh, And Brett said that everyone had great personalities and she really enjoyed Gil. Uh, And Ryan says that he's an open dude and that, you know, he can make it work with anyone. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, Yeah, Brett says, do you think you can make it work with anyone? (laughs) And Ryan says, absolutely not. He says, no. Um, That's that self-awareness right there, buddy. So then she asked him about, like, deal breakers, and he says that he definitely wants babies. Um, He says that he wants 2.75 babies. So if he had his way, it'd be a boy, boy, then girl, or twins would be the dream. Mm -hmm. Brett says that she doesn't want to be a mom or a single mom with a kid, but she does want a family. And she says that basically, you know, if her spouse, you know, wanted a child, then she would go for it. But if he didn't, it'd be okay as well. And so I thought that was really interesting Mm -hmm. um, just because I feel like I understand what she's saying. Like, I understand the notion of, look, I don't want to just be a mom, but if I'm with someone who wants a family, then I'll be a mom. You know, like, like she's, I kind of get her viewpoint in that like if it's just gonna be me then like I'm good with just me Mm because I feel like some people are called to be mothers and some people aren't and like you know I feel like her her explaining it like that I don't think I had ever heard before I think it was more like no I don't want kids but I think she was really clear in that you know I want kids if my partner wants them because then we'll have a family versus you know Mm -hmm. her just being a single mom out here in the streets um so that was pretty interesting and then Brett also said that the more time she spends with him, the more she feels attracted to him. I Surprising. Like, I, can't, I can't relate. So. <laughs> yeah. We go back to Rachel and Jose. They're also sitting, well, they're sitting on their balcony, I guess. Oh, Lord. I feel like this episode was heavy with Rachel and Jose. I don't know. It's a lot of them. I don't know what they're preparing us for, but <laughs> they have some dessert. Jose wants to be fed. Rachel's like, now I'm your fucking mom. <laughs> Right. Basically, she was just like, I don't want to be someone's mom. And he's just like, well, I, I want to be fed by my wife. I'm like, well, whatever. I'm telling okay. y'all, this this oral fixation. Feed me. <laughs> it's, it's very strange. Like, feed me and I'll feed you. And I don't want to be fed. And I actually am with her. Let me brush your teeth. Do you want to brush my teeth? What? I don't think I actually like to be fed either. I like to be in control of, you know, the food I'm consuming and how much. I don't know. I don't, I don't even feel like I know the last time like I was fed, like fed, right? like just even a spoonful. Like, oh, like I, I think this happens like when you go out to a restaurant with someone, you're like, oh, let me try a piece of yours and give you like some of their fork, but not necessarily like let me feed you intimately. Right. Like, yeah, like someone will like, you know, he'll like, you know, cut off a piece and like hand me the fork, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. or just be like, you want this? But like, it's not like here, let me come over here and open your mouth. I'm <laughs> like, come on. No. <laughs> It's not like, oh, I want to feed you. It's like, here's crazy. a bite of my food. Give me a bite of your food. You know, it's right. more of an even exchange like, kind like of thing. Open your mouth. Like, come on now. Like, this is getting Yeah. Weird. So I guess I kind of understand know. Rachel when she's just like, why do you want me to do this for you? <laughs> it is. It is kind of strange because out of place, it's not necessarily like, I think of like people like in the bed, like having some intimacy and they're like feeding each other fruit and stuff. This is like, we're on the balcony and you're wanting me to feed you. <laughs> the motel. I'm sorry. <laughs> you wanted me to feed you a piece of cake. With this fucking tiramisu. I'm sorry. It just, uh, 
Okay. We'll we'll let you take a break. They also say they want a dog. They be down to get a dog. He says he wants a boxer. I'm like, does he think this is masculine again? I'm just. I was everything I was, he says. I, I think mean, he's I was doing masculinity filter. Wanted, I was. I thought he was gonna say he wanted a pit bull or a wattwaller. Because <laughs> I was just like that. That would really mess you in there. He's like, I think the boxers just so cute when they're puppies. Boxers are so freaking cute, though. Boxers have a lot of health issues. They do. They're kind of thick. They're some yeah. thickums. Kind of like, like Robbie's. They they're thick. And like with boxers, they can't really like. I don't know. They've they've got some. But you know, to each his own. Shit. You know, whatever dog he wants. We'll see it. if they make it to that I stage. Don't like, I don't like the faces. To be perfectly honest. You don't like the faces of boxers? I do not. I do not. Oh. I it's like that smushed-like nose type thing. Yeah, they have a snub nose. They have, you know. Dogs like that can't fly because they can't breathe. Like, dogs with those smushed faces. That, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, like, I, I need you to have, you know, I want you to be able to breathe. Like, in any case, I need you to be on this flight. I need you to be able to do that. Like, I need oh a lot. Goodness. You know, just the basics. Okay, well, you already have your dog, so you're covered. Yeah, that's true. Um, we go back to Mirla and Gil. They're getting ready for bed. He's talking about her skincare routine. It's like 80 steps. We see her. I didn't like this. Putting her hair, washing her face. Da, da, da. They're again bantering. It seems like he's good with her. Like, it seems like he's not taking her serious as seriously as she's taking herself. Mm-hmm. But you don't like it because of why. It, it felt like him. Okay, him talking to her and him and his confessionals are a little bit different energy for me. So when mm. he's with her, it feels a little bit more playful. But then these talking confessionals, it feels like shade. Like when he was like, she got this 80-step routine and, you know, good thing I'm a patient person. Like, I didn't really appreciate that. Like, so I can't do my fucking skincare because you concerned that I'm in there for five minutes? Like, I don't know. I'm wondering, because I, I kind of feel like he's not... I feel like in most of his talking heads, he's not saying anything to us that he wouldn't say to her. But I think the tone in which he says it may be different. Mm-hmm. That's what but I I'm curious to know tone. what she would think. I'm go- Well, I'm curious to know her reactions, like, once she sees all this back. Absolutely. And if she thinks he's shading her or if she's like, he's such an asshole and he just plays too much. Because he does seem, like, overly playful, like, doesn't know when to be serious. And, like, I don't know. I don't feel like we've... Have we seen him be serious? No, I have not. We're like four episodes in. Like, even when she was telling him about, you know, her father being murdered, he was like, oh, that's like a telenovela. I was like, okay. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, like... No, no seriousness. All right, cool. (laughs) I, I don't, I don't know. But I think she's almost too serious sometimes. And he, I think he's constantly trying to, like, lighten the mood with her, lighten the mood Mm -hmm. with her, lighten the mood with her. And so, I don't know. He's still trying to kiss her. She's still saying, good night, husband. Oh, my God. And Him and this kissing you know. thing is actually getting, it's getting a bit annoying. So, here's my thing. I feel like if you're pressing me about being affectionate, it's going to, it's going to make me turn the other way. Like, it's going to make me not want to kiss you. And so him keep pressing and pressing and pressing about his kissing and kissing and I need a kiss, I need a kiss. Like, I want him to chill because one thing that I do think that women like sometimes is when guys fall back, it does kind of allow me to come to you and to, like, actually want that next step with you versus if you're always pressing me and, like, kind of in my face about it, it makes me want to draw back. 
So like, yeah. I feel like he's doing himself a disservice by being so pressed and so just like, <laughs> almost just thirsty for like these kisses. Yeah. Like, I don't me. think he mentioned it in this scene, but he was definitely talking about it. His talking head, like, I wonder My if we're going to like it. Like, <laughs> he's like, her lips are so luscious and they're just so, you know. You yeah. He said he's a passionate Latin lover. You know, he's just trying That's to get a little kiss. You know, see what happens next. I don't. I mean, this man, he's having a heart. Everybody else is saying <laughs> that they're kissing. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's having a hard time. Blessings. Um, yeah. So then poor, we. Poor guy. I'm over it. I'm over him. Uh, <laughs> so we go to Michaela and Zach. Michaela has made it to Houston. She got on a plane. Lord knows if she's you know COVID free or not. Um, so she made it. Well, she, she was tested pre-flight. It's just not maybe the most accurate considering she was in the hotel with him. And who knows, like, was that test like a P? You know, let me not ask questions. Um, So she says that, you know, life sucks right now because she's in Houston without her husband. And, you know, she wanted her husband there and flight was delayed. And she's just, you know, in her feelings. Zach, back at the resort. I'm assuming this just, it's just been like a day, right? Because it looks like he... I mean, it's just been a day. So he's like, I miss Michaela already. Like, tired of being alone. It's been less than a day. Or less than 24 hours, I think. Because I think... Bottom line is, they miss each other. Yes, Nothing's they miss going each other dearly. Um, and then we get to Brett and Ryan. I have very limited notes on this conversation. They're trying to get in the hammock. That's all. That, yeah, that was <laughs> funny. Because he was, like, trying to get in the hammock. He had a drink and then her drink. I was like, this is all we got. This is all the footage we got. This is sad. <laughs> Um, so then we get That's to, why they had to film during the massage because we're limited. Clearly, like the limited film for these folks. Um, so then we go back to Jose and Rachel. Heavens, more of them. I know. Seems they're, like they're kind of carrying us this, this episode. Oh, it's so much, you guys. Uh, they're in bed, you know. Um, Rachel says that she wants to, you know, piggyback to the conversation about financial habits. She says that she realizes that he knows a lot and she saw him checking his investments on his phone, on an app, and she was just like, she's not the best saver. She said that she wanted to go to Europe, you know, a few years ago, so she got a credit card and used to, it to, to go. Just to go to Europe. I was like, <laughs> don't tell people that. <laughs> I was like, I know that's right. She's just being honest. She's like, look, I got a problem. She is being very honest because she does say it's a problem. And I was like, yeah. look at her. That's very transparent. I probably would have held that till we got back home. And she but. said that she wants help getting better with finance. But like the first step is, you know, is, you know, recognizing Admitting the something's wrong. So I appreciate that about her. He says yeah. that, you know, if they're going to have babies, they need to, you know, gather some boundaries. I don't really know what, what both of those have anything to do with what she was talking about. But whatever. He asked her I what I think, like, her, you have to have money to have kids. Well, yeah, but it's like... You should have money just, to have kids. But my whole thing is, they just got married. So, like, why are we already jumping to kids? Like, can we just be Again, financially... both of them... <laughs> like, both of them... <laughs> like, hold your horses. Fast. Remember, he tried to paint those condoms. She's like, you can't have babies this way. And you yeah, don't even know how to save money. So, <laughs> like, like... You, you getting a, a $5,000 credit card limit just to go to fucking Europe, and you maxing it out. Like, we got to talk. Um, so then he says both that, them together uh, piece of work he asks like what are her responsibilities like financially and she says she thinks the bill should be 50-50 and he says that he would prefer to control the joint finances 
And so she says that she wants to have a separate account, her own personal account, and then they can have a joint account for joint expenses. Mm-hmm. So then he said something that confuses me. So I may need some clarification. I was so confused. I don't <laughs> okay. have any clarification. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> what so sense does that make? From a male perspective, I'm telling you, it's a masculinity thing. <laughs> he wants them to both have joints and take, right. He wants them to both have separate accounts and then take everything from there and pull from that. Okay, I, this I, is what I heard. I heard him say he wants them to have two joint accounts, and then once he's taken all the money from his joint account, she can spend whatever's left over. Oh, 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 my God. So he wants them to have two. What are two joints? I'm, I'm not following. Like, you just have I was joint. confused because I was like, well, if I, if it's not really my account, if it's a joint account. And then why are say. there two joints? Like, why are there two joints? I, I, I don't think understand. he was trying to say, I think. Now that we're talking that's why, about this. That's why I changed it up when I was talking, because I was like, surely I heard this wrong. He wants them to have two separate accounts. And, like, no, he literally said we... No, I think he wants them... two joints? I think so he can monitor the money. So this is, like, her oh. joint account? Well, no, so no, no, he can no. see so what she's... Is, so basically, he wants them to have two... Okay, so you have two separate accounts, but then he's like, no, I'm going to add you to mine, and you add me to yours. So then they're both actually two joint accounts, not separate accounts. And so I can see what you're doing, you can see what I'm doing. Is that what he's saying? I think so, but then he's also saying, like, once I spend the money from my account, then you can spend them, like, whatever, like, all my excess money. What? And she said that feels like an allowance to her. Like, because I'm assuming he's making more money. This but feels, this, this is confusing. <laughs> I was I confused don't... as well, because I'm on the same page with her, because she was like, this just feels very traditional. And yeah, because it's like, why are you looking at my account? Like, I'm telling oh, you, he's stuck on this masculinity mindset. He's like oh, hyper focused on Lord. what is manly and how things should look. But I agree with her. Like, I should have my separate account. You should have your separate account. And then we can have one joint account for joint expenses because right. that like, makes logical sense. We're not about to have two joints. So you can, like, girl, get out of here. <laughs> like, you got Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know how that's going to happen. I guess we'll have to see as things go on with it. Maybe they'll do a budget breakdown like Bronnie and um, <laughs> Vincent did, and we'll see. I don't think she... She doesn't seem like a reckless spender, but... I mean, that whole thing about... She the, doesn't sound like she's saving a Europe, whole lot. I was like, sis, we need to talk about that. <laughs> like, yeah, that? but that's like one thing. It doesn't yeah, sound like she yeah. blowing every pay, she's blowing every paycheck, you know? She, yeah. She's not like living in designer or doing anything crazy. That's true, that's true. And plus, I don't really know what she does for work. Um... So I'm, I'm, I don't remember. I'm, I mean, but they said she had her master's and she, you know, was thinking about going for a PhD. So I'm like, oh, well, what line of work are you in? Um, hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. I mean, she's supporting herself now. So mm-hmm. she Absolutely. should be allowed to continue that. Mm-hmm. Um, to finish, we go to Bao and Johnny. You can cover this because I was like, this is just a mess. So this was this was a lot. I'm just I mean I'm gonna it's, keep it brief because I was like y'all them. got me do this is too much. Um, so Johnny said that he feels that you know because he got the validation from Bao that she likes him. He hopes they can get closer. He wants to pursue intimacy, and if she mm-hmm. likes him, then maybe they can go from kissing to making out. I didn't like this because it felt like because he knows that she finally likes him. Now he was like, all right, well let's fuck. And I, I wasn't sure 
I wasn't sure why he felt like that was appropriate. I just didn't like the way he was talking about it. He was like, all right, now that I got this validation, you know, let's let's get close. You know, let's let's get intimate. And it's mm-hmm. like, but why can't you just stay on the same, you know, path that you were on? I don't know. So yeah. they are snuggling in the bed. She thanks him for the surprise. Um, and she tells him, you know, a story about how she snores and how it's a personal insecurity. And she said that when she was at camp growing up, a leadership camp, the poor thing, she would not sleep (laughs) because she was afraid that she might start snoring and everybody would hear her. And she says it's not an attractive thing. This was an awful story. I felt so bad. (laughs) I felt so bad for her. Um, So then he kind of like... I guess he thought it was ridiculous, but he like completely deflects and it's just like, oh, it's a normal thing. Like, why, why are you upset? Why are you worried? Like snoring's natural. And he, in his talking head, says that every time he gets in a flow and tries to be romantic, she takes it into a tangent. Um, and so she says that, you know, if, he, if it bothers him or if he keeps like mentioning it, that he's not getting any sleep, that she feels like she should maybe be in a different bed because she doesn't want to like... It's an insecurity for her, and he's making her inadvertently feel like shit. So she's just like, if you keep talking about it, like, maybe we shouldn't sleep in the same bed. Um, So they end like that. And I honestly, guys, I know I'm a Bao fan, but I actually do understand this. Because I feel like, you know, if I'm getting close to you, you know, I'm telling you, you know, childhood insecurities, like, from my youth, which we all know, you know, you know, those things travel with you as you get older. I'm telling you it's an insecurity of mine. You keep making jokes about it, talking about it's a term of endearment. I'm telling you it really upsets me. You know, I'm actually offering to sleep in another bed because you keep bringing it up, and he's saying that it's she's in a fucking tangent. Like, I just felt like I didn't like the way he responded to that. Like, I wish he would have been a little bit more understanding and been like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I won't mention it anymore or, you know, please know that I'm not trying well, to, you know, be you know offensive to you. Like, I wish he would have been a little bit more warm in that situation. Because she started crying. He did, she did start crying. He did say, I won't bring it up again. I don't think he understood how severe it was for her. Because mm-hmm. in the prior episodes when they talked about it, they both kind of laughed, laughed it off, whatever, like play fight, right. whatever. And I think he's just like, you know, picking on her a little bit about it. Because I think, you know, how a lot of people snore, a lot of people don't cry about other people knowing they're snoring. Well, I'm I mean, her saying thinking. that, like, she wouldn't sleep because she didn't want people to know. Like, she Yeah, but he didn't know that information before. But even when she told him, he was making these crazy faces like, ah, ah, ah. Like, he was just, he, I just didn't like the way he responded. I just didn't think it was very yeah. sensitive to, to, you know, what she was saying. Like, yeah. I mean, I think I see what he was saying with, because they had just, like, moved the pillow fort in between them, and mm-hmm. he's thinking about intimacy, and then all of a sudden she's talking about snoring and she's crying. So I think he was a little caught off guard by her bringing that up at that moment. But, I mean, they're in the bed. Like, why not? I, I know that. I know. I know. I don't know. I mean, I get, I get what she's saying. She's sounds like she's very embarrassed, mm-hmm. but I'm also wanting her to ideally like be comfortable with those insecurities in a relationship not sure what's gonna happen do what's happening with johnny but like ideally like you could snore and not feel like like you could snore and joke about it maybe or just not pretend you're never snoring but he's waking up at night so i don't know what's yeah i don't know 
honestly, I kind of wanted to be like, off camera, we should discuss this more. Like, should you go to, like, a sleep, you know, therapist and figure out, like, what's happening? Because technically, snoring is not normal. Like, from, like, you know, Chinese medicine and just, like, other, you know, research and stuff, it actually isn't normal. Like, you should not be snoring. So technically, mm. I do think she needs to, like, see someone, especially if it's enough to I think she'd be more up. embarrassed if she's like, then I had to go to a sleep study. But I feel so like... But I feel if that's not, and I'm not... If that's not on camera, though, it, she may feel... Because now she's married, so she's going to sleep with someone every night. And but so that's what I'm thinking. Know, Why would you sign up knowing you got to sleep with somebody every night? A stranger who might judge your snoring. Well, yeah, that's true. I feel like she's going to need to make some... She's got to make some moves here. Because if you're if you're still this upset, you sitting here crying in bed about snoring, then you may need to rectify the situation. Yeah. I mean, from his... He's not like, oh, you snore, and that's ugly or unattractive to me. He's <laughs> like, you don't have any control over that. Why are you so upset? But honestly, when but, you were just like, yeah, I had to use these headphones, I almost wish he wouldn't have said that. Like, sometimes, you know, just keep me from the truth if you know it's going on. I'm really curious to know what the snoring sounds like. Because he's describing animals. And I'm like, what kind of But then he also said that, like, he's a light sleeper. So I'm like, is, like, how long? I, I need to hear it. Like, record her snoring. Because <laughs> I need to know, no, like, That would be loud, embarrassing. I want to know, too, though. It? I really do. Yeah. because like, I think, like, time... until he gets adjusted to it. It's going to wake him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Because, I mean, honestly, like, you'd be surprised at the things you get used to once you're sleeping with the same person every night. Like, fans, you know, lights, TV on. Like, oh, you, you tell can, us more. You can adapt. I mean, I can't sleep with a TV. Like, I cannot sleep with uh, a TV on. I sleep on. with the TV on every night. Really? That's why Tamara and I all sleep together, y'all. In case y'all was wondering. <laughs> Girl, we if we, when we travel, we're going to have to figure something out. Because I, uh, I literally sleep with a sound machine. Like, I have, I bring my travel sleep Are machine. you serious? You're bringing that? Yes. Jade. Can we just play some white noise in your earphones? That's, no, like, you want me to sleep with earphones? Why, can't I, want, just, why can't I just bring my sleep You want everybody machine? to sleep with white Okay. We did that. We just went to Puerto Rico, and my, my, my <laughs> friends are so sweet. Because they sleep in silence. And I was like, well, I got my sleep machine. And they were like, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a light sleeper though, so like I could, I could probably sleep with it. It's probably fine. Well, if you can sleep with the Um, TV, then I think you can sleep with the sound machine. There's not much I can't sleep with unless it's like, I don't know, something abnormal, an abnormal sound. I guess. The only thing I can't sleep with is like kids. Like kids, kids yelling and screaming. Like when you're in a hotel and sometimes there's kids in the next room. Like man, Lord, y'all. <laughs> when I tell y'all, I was at a hotel last weekend, and oh, this Lord. little boy, he kept running up and down the hallway, running up and down the hallway. I hate that. And shit. then he'd be screaming, and so I would scream through my door at him screaming. <laughs> and then when it was finally, I'd be like, "Stop screaming!" You know, because he'd just be running up and it was like just heavy foot. Did you know heavy footed running? This no, but I was like, whose kid is this? And why are they unattended running up and down the hallway? Yeah, that's And nice. so finally at checkout, I see this little sucker come running down the hallway. Because every time I left the room, he, the hallway was quiet. The poor boy. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> so finally at checkout, you know, wheeling my little carry-on. And uh, he comes thumping his heavy-footed self down the hallway. <laughs> and he oh, knocks on the door across from us. So I guess like they're 
part of the same party, but their rooms were not next to each other, oh. which they should have been. Yeah. And so he's run down the hallway barefoot with no shirt on, just like some oh. shorts. <laughs> Has to be about like nine, maybe. And the mom is all the way down to the other in the hallway with the, the uh, trolley thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Ethan, are you sure you have the right door? And Ethan's like, yeah. So I was like, it's fucking Ethan running his ass up down the hallway this whole <laughs> this Lord whole weekend. Ethan. Just Ethan. It was a mess. But I was like, there he is. Because every time I left the room, the hallway was silent. He wasn't there. But then, like, when I'd be back in at night, he'd be running up down the hallway to this room. <laughs> So I, even know thing I, can't, I can't sleep with is these children running back and forth. I just can't. So, you know, control your control your children, you guys. That's what control I was saying. First of all, why are you allowed? If I was ever running up down the hallway at a hotel, if I wanted to knock the mess out of me. Like, literally Get your ass over here. Don't not be running up down the hallway. I would have never tried. Like, she would have never, as soon as I opened the door, she'd be like, where are you going? <laughs> what are you doing? You, like, you are not about to walk around the hotel by yourself. Right? You like, what so somebody can snatch you up. Exactly. Come on. She'd be like, what are you doing? Okay, yeah. So sorry, guys. <laughs> you know how sorry. We... That's that's the story about, you know, disruptions when you sleep. Uh, but it sounds like Johnny's just a light sleeper, and he hasn't yet adjusted to bow and the noises she makes while she sleeps. But like Mirma said, she's talks in her sleep. She's not crying. She knows she talks in her sleep. She also knows she's a whiner and complainer. Exactly. And she's like, that's me. You have to live with it. That's the, that's the yeah. difference between yeah. those two Take people. Take her as she is, is what she says. <laughs> So, yeah. Hopefully, Bao, that becomes a better a better subject for Bao when she stops seeing it as an insecurity. I wonder if it was, like, her family that first started picking on her about that and was, like, you know, ostracizing oh, her. so, because she has brothers, right? Yeah, but to not sleep, to, like, actively yeah, not sleep because... That's insane. I'm telling you. Blessed. So, that concludes, you know, this... this um, episode of married at first sight next week yes. looks i guess fun i don't know i can't really tell because again we only got four couples. Are, we, are we going back home next week no they're still, still at the res- they're still at the resort okay y'all at the resort um so we're moving on to recommendations i actually do have a recommendation this week yeah i'll skip this week what do you have Okay, so I watched uh, Naomi Osaka had a little <gasps> documentary on Netflix. It's about three episodes, um, mm-hmm. and it's basically where she kind of explores, you know, her cultural roots and navigates her multifaceted identity as a tennis champ and a rising leader. I thought this was really cute. Um, Naomi mm-hmm. Osaka is like a legendary tennis player, but she's also very young. She's like, I think 22, 23? Yeah, I think 22 or 23. Yeah. And, so and she's she, been homeschooled like all yes, of her life. her whole life. Right? Like she was yeah. born in Japan and then they moved um, to the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. to live with her dad's family. And so I think they were in Los Angeles and they moved to Florida so she could train and then pulled her... I think she's been homeschooled her whole life. I don't think she ever went to school. Yeah. Um, but she her started dad's training. Her mom's Japanese. Yeah. And she and her sister started training um, for tennis when they were three. Um, and I think her sister actually did play a little bit and then kind of dropped out, like, mm-hmm. once Naomi kind of, like, emerged um, into, like, the spotlight. Um, the first time I saw Naomi was when she played Serena uh, for, I think that was the U.S. Open. And that was, man... That was a match. <laughs> that was very, <laughs> uh, very lively. I will never forget that match, honestly, because mm. I watched the whole thing, and I was just like, man, this is intense. Yeah, um, and they detail that match in the documentary when you guys yes. watch it. So and if and you they haven't don't really, seen it, 
And just... they don't get into everything that happened because they don't show like what happened with Serena and what happened with the umpire. Because um, that was a big part of that match because I feel like momentum really shifted then. But Naomi is super powerful, but she's also still very young and kind of learning her craft. And she kind of goes through moments where she's like, I don't think I'm good enough and I know what I need to do, but I'm not doing it. And, you know, yeah. mental health and, you know, just the relationship you know, with her family and just like, it's just a really interesting documentary. And I actually really, I really like her as a person. Like she's very shy, um, very yeah. quiet. I, you can tell that she isn't used to being around like a lot of people. Um, but it, it really goes into the prices that you pay for like wanting your child to be the best at something. And I think mm. it's really interesting seeing like how, how isolated like her childhood was because every day was about tennis. So it does yeah. make me think like if I would ever have a kid, like would I really want them to like commit to one thing and be like, all right, you're going to be the best. Um, Cause it's, it's just interesting. And her dad, I think at one point said that he, you know, modeled the way that Serena and Venus, her dad kind of trained them in the early years, which I'm not sure is, I mean, take yeah. that how you will. <laughs> But it was very interesting, so I definitely yeah. recommend you guys. It's on Netflix, and it's just just search Naomi Osaka, and it'll pop up. Yeah. One thing about her dad, I think with him being Haitian and just – Haiti is a very poor country, and if y'all keep up with World Events, they just suffered an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is super sad, and Naomi is donating her – Oh, yeah, her, pro- her winning her, proceeds to um, – Yeah, from her tournament this week. Um, to Haiti to help them rebuild, which is super, super mm-hmm. sweet. But I think a lot of his background is what kind of led to her being who she is. I think he was just kind of pushing for that because Haiti yeah. is a very, very poor country um, yeah. and wanting, wanting the best for his family. But she does. One thing about that documentary, it was a little bit hard for me to watch it. I just felt like she looks so sad. She seems so sad. Absolutely. Like, she's definitely struggling with her with her mental health, like, for sure. Like, even today. Like, I Googled her uh, when I was looking up some notes for the Netflix show just now, and she was, like, in tears at a fucking press conference yesterday because uh, someone questioned her about her mental health and, like, the media and how that affects her. Yeah. She was in tears, and I was just like, she truly needs to take, like, an extended break. Like, because one thing yeah. I noticed is that even during the pandemic, like she was still kind of training and even in the training, like she doesn't look like she's having fun. Like when you look at yeah. like the greats, like LeBron or like Kobe or, you know, whoever else, or even Serena, like it look, it, they look like they're having a good time, you know, like they're smiling, they're laughing. Like, this is my craft. This is my sport. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And with her, she mentions that she was doing this because she wanted to take care of her parents and her mom was sleeping out of her car. And, you know, she's doing yeah. this like for her family. But then she also talks about what is her identity without tennis. So I think she's really struggling yeah. with like, if she even wants to be the best or not. Because um, yeah. she just doesn't look very happy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, the whole time I was fighting myself watching because I didn't want to be that person, like, girl, smile. And, like, you know. Yeah. But she genuinely just does not look like she's enjoying what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, even filming this. She, of course, she wasn't playing or practicing the whole time during filming. But in interactions with her family members and in interactions with just as they're, like, following her around... She just mm-hmm. doesn't look 
doesn't look like she's having a good time. She's appreciative see, and grateful. Absolutely. Did you see the scene where it's like her birthday there in Japan? And yeah. Well, she like doesn't this. feel comfortable there because she's like, I don't really speak Japanese and I feel like I should. And I was like, you're you in know. a restaurant, girl. Like you just like you just about to eat some dinner. Like she just looked so unhappy. She's, and I was like, Sis. yeah, I think she's very in her head and very concerned about her perception. And I think she's mm-hmm. just very sensitive to that. Yeah. Um, but she does seem to have just she seems to be raised very, very well. Absolutely. And to have like a lovely disposition. She seems like easy to like and things like yeah. that. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like she's comfortable mm-hmm. with herself or knows what she wants just yet for herself, which is, also, is a little bit hard to watch. I'm also so intrigued by her and Corday's relationship. Corday is a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just really Corday's a great rapper if y'all need some to listen to Corday I'd recommend yeah he's you know you know I I go for a a specific type of rap you know in my repertoire um Mm -hmm. but you know it's not for me but I he seems like a really nice guy Mm -hmm. um very interesting we're very well faceted I think like multifaceted I think he was reading like some sort of like Huey P. Newton documentary in the car when she was filming him and I was like these kids like like these kids are so interesting like who like it's just so interesting i like him he's a good rapper they seem so cute together and i'm just intrigued as to like how they even met but she didn't really like talk about him a lot because i think that's super private for her yeah um all that to say obviously we both really enjoyed the documentary or had a lot of thoughts about it so i definitely (laughs) encourage you guys to watch so yes thank you give it a go i think that's all we have for this episode but thank y'all so much for tuning in and joining us for another week be sure to rate us five stars on your platform yes share us with your friends subscribe do the downloads because I think we only track downloads versus streams. But download us, share us with your other Married at First Sight friends um, and anyone else who needs to watch Married at First Sight but won't watch it. Tell them we give y'all the good, the best parts of the show. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye.